0: Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day, with John E. and Jay. Album for the Day, October 5th, as we continue with number one squared this month, that is an album that was number one, while a single from the same artist was number one. And 36 years ago today, Money for Nothing was number one, as well as Brothers in Arms by Dire Straits. It is their fifth album. It was recorded in late 84 and 85 at George Martin's AIR Studios in Montserrat and released May the 15th of 1985. It spent 14 weeks, 10 of them consecutive, number one on UK albums, spent nine weeks at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200, 34 weeks at number one in Australia, and is the first album ever certified platinum 10 times in the U.K. Wow. It is the eighth best-selling album in U.K. history, nine times platinum in the U.S., 30 million copies worldwide. That's, uh, That's a ton of records. That's, that's unbelievable. That's, that's an awesome. enormous amount. Yeah. That's like the whole state of New York. Yeah.
1: Right. And you know, what's so crazy, you know, like this album starts off with three just crazy good songs. So far away, money for nothing and walk of life are, it's like, it's one of those albums you put it on and you're like, is the whole album going to be this good? And you know, it, it's Obviously, it can't be that good the whole album, but it is a really, really solid choice. You know, yeah, everything can't be
0: beauty on the yeah. Madness. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and Mark Knopfler, his, he's he's one of those people. He's one of those people that just sounds so original in his playing and. You know the, the the voices. You know you got Sting doing backup on your uh, you know on your album.
0: So funny story about how Sting ended up on the album. Did you hear that one? No. Huh? So Sting also recorded at George Martin's AIR Studios in Montserrat uh, with the Police. They recorded Synchronicity there, and um, he happened to be wind sailing Out there, and Dire Straits brought him up and played Money for Nothing and was like, Oh, well, uh, you guys have done it. And Mark Knopfler said, Well, if you think it's so good, go add something. Wow. So he did.
1: And it made it the most iconic. He literally just
0: mimicked Don't Stand So Close to Me. Except saying I oh, want okay. my M T V Wow. And because that is an integral part of the song, uh it is one of two dire straits songs in history not solely written by Mark Knopfler. Wow. Wow. That's really cool. I love
1: that. Uh and it he adds such an element to it that it's it, it wouldn't be the it's same thing. It's like song.
0: the mandolin part. Yeah in yep. Maggie May. Yeah. It's not the same, it's not without, the same it. without
1: it. not the same without it. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, I really liked um uh So Far Away. I think that's my favorite song on here. Money for Nothing is obviously that, you know,
0: it's the song with the video and his, and his guitar playing is so, just so good. It was actually the first video to air on MTV Europe on August the 1st of 1987. Wow. It got 11 VMA nominations. Juan video of the year, and best group video.
1: And Weird Al made a song about it. He sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed
0: he did. As he does with every good song. Yeah. You've really made it when Weird Al gets involved.
1: I think Kurt Cobain said that, didn't he?
0: Kurt Somebody Cobain had, did.
1: Kurt Cobain had a thing where he's like, you know, you, re- you know, you really finally made it when Weird Al does, asks you to do one of your songs. Because Weird Al had done um, Smells Like Teen Spirit. And, uh, yeah, yeah, love Kurt Kurt Cobain.
0: Well, apparently Mark Knopfler wanted to uh, mimic the guitar sound of Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. Oh, interesting. Um, Gibbons said that he asked for his help with the tone, and his quote said, he didn't do a half-bad job either, considering that I never told him a thing. Huh. So I guess he just figured it out on his own. But um, yeah, Money for Nothing is an interesting song. It has a uh, lyric controversy due to a uh, slur Mm. of a homophobic nature that... um, I wonder if he still sings that live today. I don't know that he sings the song much at all, to be honest with you. Um, It's been that big of a controversy. In fact, Canada, the Canadian Broadcasting Standards Council, banned the original version of the song in 2010. They said the societal values at issue a quarter century later have shifted, and the broadcast of the song in 2010 must reflect those values rather than those of 1985. Two or three Canadian stations protested by playing the unedited version for one hour. And on January 21st of 2011, the Canadian Radio and TV and Telecom Commission asked the CBSC for a review, pointing out over 250 complaints erroneously sent to them. Oh, boy. They're like, listen, guys, you made such a bad decision. It's affecting us now. Mm. So on August 31st of 2011, they said the slur is inappropriate. However, with considerations to context, we're leaving it up to individual stations to decide which version to play.
1: Well, there you go. Well, hopefully they make the right choice here, but whatever. Um, The the album cover is very weird it's like a guitar floating into the sky um it's very surreal it's very very weird the so the guitar that's on the front is mark Knopfler's 1937 14 fret national style o resonator um that is type of guitar is introduced in 1930 and discontinued in 1941 um and it's just a it's it i mean it's I don't want to say it's an iconic cover, but it's a very easily recognized, it's recognizable, yeah, for sure. Um, and the guitar just looks so weird. I mean, it's like this silver metal guitar floating in the clouds, and it, it's just a very, it's surreal, um, I, I, it, and it's so weird. There's days that I love it, and then there's
0: days that I hate it. It's like, it's such a, it's just such a weird... You're being, you're being stimulated either way. Exactly,
1: exactly. So clearly they succeeded in their mission.
0: Interesting note, the producer of this album was Neil Dorfman. Um, He also won Grammys for Sting's Nothing Like the Sun and Bruce Hornsby's Scenes from the South Side but his big break came when he was assigned to take over a project at the power station for Bob Clearmountain, who had another commitment. Um, he spent a year on that project, and it produced 60-plus songs and won the Grammy in 1986 for The River for Best Engineered Album, non-classical. Right. So it's nice to see how it all comes together like that. Walk of Life... Um, they don't like that song, from my <laughs> understanding. But I think it's fun. I think it's great. It's a song about a subway busker who plays oldies and talking blues. It mentions "I got a woman," "Bebopalula," "What I Say," "My Sweet Loving Woman," and "Mac the Knife."
1: Awesome. Well, uh, well, today's album for the day today, October the fifth, is "Brothers in Arms" by Dire Straits. Be sure to give us a like, follow, subscribe, and thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: That ain't working. That's the way you do it.